Hello and welcome back to another episode of My Scrub Soundtrack. I'm your host, Andrew Sabo. And uh, as you can probably tell by the moderate amount of background noise, I am recording with my windows open. So if you hear birds or rain, just uh, count that as a little atmospheric bonus for this episode. That being said, we're going to talk about uh, episode 21 of season 1 of Scrubs, My Occurrence, and specifically the song Hold On Hope by The Guided Voices. So this episode um, is one of the more iconic ones within the spectrum of Scrubs, I think. Um, It's the arc with um, Ben, uh, which is one of like the first I won't say one of the first but it's it's a very serious arc that involves a lot of characters um and revolves around death like what this show talks about a lot um so yeah so basically this episode is all about uh, mistakes within a hospital and so we're introduced in the beginning to Dr. Cox and Ben who is um Dr. Cox's ex-wife's brother and Ben and Dr. Cox are still great friends, um, which is really good because you don't really get to see kind of Dr. Cox have friends much, at least in this part of the show, where just people he genuinely al- enjoys getting along with and actively wants to spend time with. Uh, we get this with, you know, the jokes that they make. Uh, JD faints and, and Ben plays along and Dr. Cox kind of ex- eggs him on. And then... Um, you know, Dr. Cox and Ben and then JD end up going to a bar later and we get a little bit of banter there and we just get this really delightful kind of friendship there, um, which is important because Ben is in the hospital um, because he stabbed himself or he shot a nail gun through his hand, um, but he's having issues and he's still bleeding and so Dr. Cox wants to run some tests. So like I said before, the theme of this episode is just mistakes in a hospital. Um, the, the statistics is given is that like 20% of all cases in the hospital have some sort of error. Some of them are harmless. Some of them aren't. Um, but what, you know, th- those mistakes have consequences. Um, Turk almost, you know, does surgery on the wrong person. Um, it was like, a, I think, some sort of testicle removal. Uh, maybe a testicular torsion or something like that, Um, which we get a great quote from Turk being, uh, if a guy is walking around with only the lonely, that doesn't sit well with the big dog, Uh, which I just love. I love that. Um, But anyway, so as I was saying, this this whole episode is about mistakes in the hospital and how um, these hospital workers interact with them. Um, And then it's building to the song, obviously, Hold on Hope by the Guided Voices. Um, and that'll make a lot of sense when I, when I get there. So basically Ben has this injury and it's not, it doesn't stop bleeding. So Dr. Cox runs some tests because he thinks that there's something wrong. Um, he gets a blood smear done and they think that it's 
uh, he thinks it's mono or something like that, but it turns out to be leukemia. Um, and this isn't introduced straight off. So basically, JD kind of goes through this elaborate scenario where in his head he like the last 10 minutes of the show are pretty much JD in his head going through the scenario in which the tests are wrong, which the test saying that he has leukemia and he is wrestling with this being like, am I just looking for something that's not there? Am I doing the right thing by wanting to double check this? Um, and he gets confronted by a bunch of different people. So he gets confronted by uh, Dr. Kelso, who's looking at it from the financial standpoint, which is, you know, mistakes mean bad things for hospitals that means we'll get sued that means um we look bad and we we can't have that um and then he gets confronted by carla who throughout you know slightly dubious means kind of exposes the idea that uh there are feelings there are instincts and then there are also your brain denying reality and JD's instincts suggesting that maybe this is wrong might be something worth acknowledging, but also it's could just be the alternative, which is his brain is in denial and wanting to protect him from a harsher reality. And that's a a very, very deep thing, I think, right now. And uh, it's really cool that this show tries to tackle that, and they tackle it very well. Um, they pepper in a lot of great comedy, you know, you get the janitor coming in and you get a whole bit about him, uh, stalking JD like an animal, um, which I think is absolutely hilarious. And, uh, if I can just go on a quick anecdote, cause I can, this is my podcast. I'm, I'm allowed to do that. Uh, I worked as a janitor type role in a hospital for, uh, just over six months and he makes this comment in this episode where he's like well I only have an hour and a half worth of work to do and uh, so the rest of the time I just mess with you and that is so true like you see that you hear that and you're like oh haha ha, he's clearly not doing his job but like at least for me I had so much downtime when I worked at the hospital as a housekeeper like I watched so much tv just hiding in closets and stuff like that because there's no benefit for doing more work because there's always more work to be done and you don't get paid more you don't get props you don't get anything like that so you're fine to just you know do what you're gonna do and go on your merry way um and so I just thought that was really funny like I think, honestly, if I had, like, a best friend that I was working with in the hospital or even just somebody that I could do that with, I probably would have done something like that. Um, I don't know if the character of the janitor was based off something in, you know, some sort of reality, but it, it is actually fairly accurate. I mean, so my brother-in-law worked in the hospital with me, and uh, I used to, you know, finish up a room or something like that and then just go, like, entirely across the hospital just to, like, bump into him and talk to him for, like, 10 minutes or something like that. So I just thought that was interesting uh, that they would make a point of that. But anyway, um, back, to, back to the main point of this episode, which is mistakes and looking for mistakes and kind of your brain denying things to cope with reality um like i said the last part of this episode is him is jd kind of going through a scenario entirely in his own head um 
it's a it's one giant fantasy although as a viewer first time viewer you can't really tell uh there are a couple hints but you can't really tell that that's what's going on but he goes to the pathologist uh whose name is fred bob uh which i absolutely love and he's like hey can you check this blood smear again and the the doctor says well well you know do you think I made a mistake or do you just wish I did? And JD goes, oh, I wish you did. And that's a very, that's a very real feeling. So he got emotionally attached to Ben through Dr. Cox, through all the connections that he has with Jordan and with, um, you know, Dr. Cox being his mentor and kind of bonding experiences. He genuinely appreciates Ben for being quirky and weird and he wants to protect himself from that. And I would like to, I would like to just, just take a moment to acknowledge that because I think right now, especially, uh, there's a lot of things that people are experiencing and going through um, that we don't want to give voice to the true depth of our fear and the true depth of our um anxiety and and things like that because if you acknowledge that it's there and you don't just push it down then you have to do something with it um and i think that that's very well represented in this episode because they're talking about this physical disease right you know if if we're gonna think about it as leukemia as like a metaphor or something like that like when you know that you have leukemia you have to treat it, right? Because it's going to kill you. Um, and if you know that you uh, wrestle with unforgiveness or um, anxiety or just poor mental health in general or having an unhealthy uh, home environment, it, if you don't give it the time of day, it's going to kill you anyway. But if you acknowledge that it's there, it can be even scarier. And so that's why we get JD going through his kind of elaborate mental maze to try and figure it out. That he, yeah, he doesn't want to accept reality. Um, and that's very, very understandable. Um, and that, so that builds to the climax of the show where JD starts coming out of his sort of mental maze, as I said. Uh, to the song Hold on Hope by The Guided Voices, um, which is off the 1999 album Do the Collapse. Um, it's it's a song that I've only ever heard in Scrubs. Uh, it's a good song. I, I do like it. Um, it's from like a kind of underground uh, 80s, like started in the early 80s, indie grunge rock band from Dayton, Ohio. And the song is basically just about holding on to hope, uh, because that's all you can do um, in the face of everything. And I think that this episode talks about that well, because holding on to hope doesn't necessarily mean denying reality, although it can look like that sometimes. I think a lot of times people push things down because if they don't, it'll sort of squelch whatever hope they have. But really what needs to happen is you have to acknowledge those things you have to give voice to them and find hope in the healing process 
and find peace and acceptance in that in that healing process and saying no this the the true hope is not me pretending that i don't have leukemia because that's just going to kill me the true hope is knowing that this isn't over yet and each day i wake up i can fight this thing and i can get treatment and i can do what i need to do and maybe i beat it and maybe i don't but at the end of the day each day is a gift that i get to do with what i can and you want to make it count and you want to live a life that you can be proud of in the end um and that's really hard that's that's hard for jd to grasp and i think that's hard for the viewing audience to grasp is just that hope doesn't mean the absence of adversity and peace doesn't mean the absence of conflict peace means presence of something greater and being rooted in in a broader worldview that sees things for what they are and sees the silver lining and the opportunity that even adverse situations can provide that being said the the healing process and and that's something that we'll we'll get into in the next episode um i'm not sure if i'll cover it or not is 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 hard and that's and that's very real and that's what makes it hard is that i think people look at it as an upward journey and you know they can think about the metaphorical calories they're going to burn as they're walking up the hill and they can see the top of the hill but they think about how bad their legs are going to hurt and so they decide well i'm doing just fine right now so i can just keep doing what i'm doing and not acknowledge it, and I'll be okay. Um, but that's not the answer. I mean, I think, I hope that I hope that the public discourse has gotten to a place in society in which we uh, feel comfortable acknowledging our feelings in in whatever capacity they may be, and um, giving voice to them. Not necessarily giving all power to those feelings, because feelings are subject to uh, circumstances and things like that, but also recognizing that they're real and that they're important and that they need to be understood. Um, but the healing process without a, a support group can be very, very scary. So I also, I also want to emphasize that, that yeah, it is an uphill climb. Um, and everybody's going through it, you know, the, I think of a lot of the broader sense the broader perspective that I was talking about is recognizing that nobody is without fault or without conflict in their life, whether you can see it or not. Everybody's going through something. And I think that, especially right now, we have a rare social opportunity that the entire world is going through, a, has a unifying experience, which is a pandemic. And that is powerful. And that should bring us together, not take us apart. That should breed hope and community in what ways we can find it rather than division and violence and xenophobia. Um, you got to hold on hope. I mean, as cheesy as it is to quote the song, you, you've got to hold on hope. Hope that comes from looking whatever you're dealing with straight in the eye, saying, I know you're there, you know, but that doesn't mean you're going to stop me and 
each day I'm going to wake up and do my damnedest to, to overcome that. And some days are going to be good, and some days I'll take three steps forward, and some days I'm going to take three steps back. And it's okay. You know, progress, change is not linear. And exceptional circumstances like we live in now, or exceptional circumstances like in this show with dealing with leukemia, they, re they require exceptional grace from, from yourself and from your support group. That being said, I would obviously highly recommend this episode. Go watch it. It's on Hulu if you have it. Um, the song is excellent. Uh, it's super well used by Scrubs. It punctuates the emotions of this episode beautifully. Absolutely love it. And yeah, I will see you hopefully next week with another episode. Bye, guys.